Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Eastbound is clear. Westbound traffic is slowly getting by the covered skip lines. Bay Bridge travel is okay, but anywhere where you've got an untreated bridge or elevated surface, the snow is starting to pile up. There are uh, snow-covered spots along Route 32 in Columbia. Parts of Georgia Avenue are snow-covered, and parts of Route 97 closed between Brookville and Sunshine. Arlington, the bottom of the hill at Glebe Road, where it meets Chainbridge Road, snow-covered, at least one crash there. Our traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows, windownation.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. And let's get your latest forecast. Flurries to steady light snow this afternoon, a period of heavier snow this evening. That's when we all will see snow-covered roads and slippery spots. We wake up to a total of two inches in Washington tomorrow morning, four inches along the spine of the Blue Ridge, temperatures in the 20s. A bit of clearing on Tuesday, but cold 30s, wind chills in the upper 20s. Gorgeous, but cold on Wednesday. WTOP meteorologist Chad Merrill. We do have light snow throughout the WTOP listening area. 28 in Tyson's, 29 in Waldorf. 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... Intensifying snow means dangerous travel through tomorrow morning. Stay with your first alert weather station, WTOP. We'll have a live update in three minutes. The weather's worse in Iowa. Snow, ice, and sub-freezing temperatures. Will people go out to caucus tonight? We'll bring you a live update from the GOP caucuses in Iowa at 415 with ABC News. As the number of deadly crashes is going up, what's one local county doing about it? I'm Scott Gelman. It is 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Iowa voters will be braving frigid temperatures for the first nominating contest in the GOP presidential race. Political director Finn Gomez says Donald Trump holds a strong lead in Iowa, but Nikki Haley's not far behind. I think she owns this lane, essentially the anti-Trump lane in this state. If she owns that lane, and if you are a Republican caucus goer who's looking for an option aside from Trump, the Sanders is a little too similar, I think you turn to Nikki Haley. Polls showed Trump with a nearly 30-point lead. Haley's got 20% support, and DeSantis has 16%. I'm Matt Piper in Des Moines, where voters are out in the snow-covered streets ahead of caucusing. When you walk in there, do you already have your mind made up, or are you someone who could be swayed? No, I have my mind made up, yes, and I did it early on, and I looked at all the candidates. Jenny Judish says she supports Ron DeSantis. I'll tell you the issue that swayed me to DeSantis is I think Trump did a fantastic job when he was president up until COVID. Others like Dan only just made their decision. I was actually made my decision last night. Caucuses start at 8 p.m. Eastern and we'll have live coverage for you on CBS, CBS News Streaming and CBSNews.com. President Biden joined Al Sharpton on his radio show today to talk about his re-election bid. Mr. Biden says his main motivation to run again was hearing former President Trump saying things that are, quote, just off the wall. Millions of people are stocking up on staples today as a deadly Arctic blast hits the U.S. This girl's in Memphis, Tennessee. Got like some hummus and pretzel chips, but I did stock up on like milk, bread, the usuals. If you're traveling today, good luck. Airlines have scrapped about 2,500 flights. More than 6,000 have been delayed.
Another ship has been targeted by rebels in the Red Sea. Correspondent Kimmy McCormick. A U.S.-owned container ship has been struck off Yemen in the Gulf of Aden. This follows another attack in which Yemen's Houthis fired an anti-ship cruise missile toward an American destroyer. The first attack since the U.S. and its allies launched retaliatory strikes on Yemen. Today we celebrate the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Here's CBS's Skylar Henry. Martin Luther King III laid a wreath at his father's memorial on the day of his birthday. In honor of the memory of Dr. King. On this national holiday, everyone is encouraged to give back and volunteer. President Biden visited Philadelphia, where he helped support people who are food insecure. At the University of South Carolina, more than 160 students volunteered for service activities. So we're just going around this area right here and picking up trash and anything else to just clean up the community. CB, this is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WDTOP on a snowy Martin Luther King holiday here in Washington. We're sitting at 27 degrees in D.C. afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story is the weather. If you have found driving around the area tricky so far today, well, get ready. Things are going to become considerably worse. Roads are going to expect it to become icy as the snow becomes more intense this evening. Let's get all the details live. We are joined by WTOP meteorologist Mike Stineford. Mike, take us through this evening and how bad is it going to get? Well, the sun goes down at about 510 this evening, and that's when things will start getting dicey. Right now, roads are just pretty much wet across the region, even up into the Shenandoah Valley, where we saw a couple of inches of snow already today. Roads are just wet. But once the sun goes down, we're going we're gonna to be below freezing. Overnight, we'll be in the mid to upper 20s, and roads are going to get icy, especially secondary roads, bridges, overpasses, and exit and entry ramps on our major interstates will be an issue. It's going to snow for the next several hours. After midnight, we'll see the snow start to mix with the change over some freezing drizzle, and we'll have problems with fog overnight, too. So uh, tomorrow morning's commute will be icy, and it could be rather foggy, too. And I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All right, Mike, thanks. With more snow moving in, it means a lot more work for the folks who keep the roads and the parking lots solid and snow-free. WTOP's Mike Morello on Road Patrol in Bethesda. It's been crazy out here. Are you enjoying your day off as the snow falls out there? Well, not everybody's as lucky as you are. Jorge works for Abbott Tree Service today. There's a plow on the front of his truck and a salt dispenser on the back, and he's taking a break at Montgomery Mall. Sometimes we do like 40 hours, 50 hours nonstop. We take a little break here and there, but then until there's no snow on the road, that's when we stop. How do you, how do you even take a break? Was it lots of coffee? Yeah, I know, I know. It's crazy. It, it, well... There's some places that are open, so we'll go there, get some, get a coffee or something, and just keep on going. The roads are slick out here, especially as more snow moves in. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You want to stay with WTOP all through the afternoon and evening. Not only will we keep you up to date with the snowfall during traffic and weather on the 8th, if any school districts decide to cancel or delay tomorrow, we'll have that info for you here on WTOP. Tragedy in the quiet Howard County town of Glen Elg. Police say a father shot and killed his two teenage kids and then turned the gun on himself. Howard County officers got the call late last night for a welfare check at a home on Tridelphia Road. That's when police found 42-year-old Christopher Zansky along with 17-year-old Braden 
and 15-year-old Haley, all dead of gunshot wounds. Investigators believe he killed his children, then shot and killed himself. All of them lived at the home. Right now, police say they don't have a motive. Crashes involving pedestrians are on the rise in Fairfax County. Those in charge are closely watching the trends to see how they can make roads safer. There were 30 pedestrian-related crashes in Fairfax County in 2022, up from 14 in 2021. That's according to a new dashboard that County Executive Brian Hill says is tracking transportation trends. When you look at concerns with uh, with mobility and transportation, obviously it's pedestrian fatalities. Hill explains the county is investing in things such as speed humps and cameras to slow people down. What is missing? Is it streetlights? Is it is it road markings, is it speed? Those are the things that keep me up at night. The number of deadly crashes of all types is also increasing, but Hill says the county wants to make sure that our residents have a place that allows them to be safe, healthy, and and vibrant. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. 406, as state lawmakers in Richmond are moving into their second week of work in this year's legislative session, we've been telling you the proposal to move the Caps and Wizards to Potomac Yard in Alexandria is on the table before them. Virginia leaders are promising to improve transportation nearby the proposed sports arena. But WTOP's Neil Augustine tells us one local lawmaker does not like the deal that she's been hearing about so far. State Senator Danica Rome from Prince William County says the Yonkin administration's plan to pay upfront costs by diverting existing transportation funds isn't specific enough. What is being defunded? What is going to be put off? What is going to be delayed? She says transportation and safety's got to be prioritized. I can get 11 modern roundabouts for $50 million. Do you know how many lives I could save for that? She says proponents better go back to the drawing board and figure something out. Vague platitudes about tax is not policy. You have to show people where the dollars and cents are coming from. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. And WTOP is seeking comment from Governor Glenn Youngkin's office. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. The Bombay Club tries an American Fair restaurant. I'm Jeff Glabel. 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How are things moving out there, Dave? Well, we're noticing more patches of slush and snow on the secondaries and more bridges and overpasses. It starts on the shoulders and then the skip lines and then fills into the travel lanes. So you're slowing it down. You've got the headlights on and you're on defense for the people who are not so wise. Crash count in Maryland is growing a little bit as the snow gets steadier. We've got uh, Route 50 eastbound east of Davidsonville bottlenecked by crash response. One right lane is getting by toward the Parole and Annapolis exits. A new one on 197 Laurel Bowie Road just east of Powder Mill Road. Traffic might be stopped by the response to that. BW Parkway, we had a spin out southbound near the Beltway. 95, a lot of cautious driving in the road spray. Again, interstates, major roads, mostly just wet, but there are some surprise patches of slush developing, especially on the concrete bridges. Uh, Upper Montgomery County, we got word that uh, at least one portion of Georgia Avenue is blocked because of icy conditions between Brookville and Sunshine. Lots of crashes on I-70 eastbound, uh, but the one east of Newmarket, Route 75, just got cleared. 270 southbound near the Monoxy River, awfully slow, so there might be something going on tying up traffic south of Frederick on 270. The ramps are getting a little slushy out this way as well. And 
even in Virginia near the metro area, some of the sheltered uh, sections of roadways are getting snowy and slush covered at the bottom of the hill from Glebe Road where it meets Chainbridge Road. There's been a crash on some snow covered pavement there. George Washington Parkway. Well, that's going to stay closed throughout the duration of this winter weather event between Spout Run Parkway and the Capitol Beltway. Go electric. The Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's get back to WTOP meteorologist Mike Steneford. Mike, you heard Dave mention all the road issues, and we're just having the smaller, lighter snow right now. <laughs> what you got coming our way as we go through the evening, that's uh, going to make things even more difficult. Uh, yeah, even with the cloud cover, we get some energy from the sun onto the area pavements, and that keeps things wet, especially when temperatures aren't too far below freezing. And, but now that we're getting late in the day, we're only about an hour away from sunset, things will start to get icy, and the sun's down at 510. So if you've got any traveling to do, best get it done the next hour. And then tonight, the snow will continue for several hours. Eventually, it may mix with or change over to some freezing drizzle after midnight. But we'll see a general uh, one to two inch range of snow across much of the area. It could be some localized amounts up to four inches. But that's going to make things slushy and there'll be a lot of ice overnight as temperatures will be well below freezing. Over at Lowe's will be in the mid to upper 20s. After midnight, the snow will mix with the change over to freezing drizzle, and we'll start to see some fog developing too. Early morning fog and drizzle tomorrow, then we'll break out to some sunshine. It's going to turn windy as yet another front comes through. Highs will be in the lower 30s. Blustery and cold on Wednesday, but we'll see sunshine low 30s. Could be some snow by late the day on Thursday with a high in the upper 30s. And right now, we have a temperature of 30 at Reagan National. All right. Thanks so much, Mike. All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Back to Jeff Claybaugh. Disney is reportedly in talks to sell a stake in ESPN to the NFL. ESPN viewership has shrunk to 73 million homes, down from almost 100 million a decade ago. Artificial intelligence isn't just a booming Silicon Valley industry. It's booming right here in D.C. JLL says the number of job postings in the D.C. area for AI-related jobs has more than tripled in the last five years, and government spending on artificial intelligence research and development has doubled since 2019. A prolific D.C. restaurateur is adding to his list. Ashok Bajaj, owner of Bombay Club and Rasika, will open Rosedale on Connecticut Avenue in Van Ness with American cuisine. Bajaj already runs 10 D.C. restaurants. He remade the Oval Room as French Bistro La Bisse. Jeff Clable. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, after all the polls and the discussions tonight, we expect some real results in the GOP presidential race as Republicans make selections in the Iowa caucuses. We'll take you live to Iowa to ABC News correspondent Sherry Preston. It's 412. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com.
Wesley had IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. Coming after my house, my car, I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. Wesley called Optima Tax Relief. Oh, they were great people. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Good Feet Store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Goodfeet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Goodfeet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Goodfeet Store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 415. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Campaign 2024 here on WTOP. Voting is set to begin in icy Iowa as the polls show a narrow victory or a large victory that is excuse me for former president donald trump the iowa caucuses start tonight at eight o'clock eastern time their opening contest that is for the months-long gop presidential primary process well let's go live to des moines iowa abc news correspondent sherry preston sherry great to have you uh normally we ask you for the politics but we got to start with the weather report we got to ask you just how cold is it where you are here as we start the (laughs) gop caucuses in iowa tonight it's the kind of cold where if you have to walk even like 10 steps, as Stephen Portnoy and I did last night when we were headed to dinner from inside to outside, you put you bundle up with a scarf and a coat and everything else and you cover up your ears because it really is cold. I mean, you know, the temperature is, a, is, is at zero or below zero. But tonight when the sun goes down and, and people begin caucusing, it's going to be wind chills of about 30 below here. And that's really going to hit. You know, the Republicans have been telling us all along that they don't think that that will be hampering the turnout. But it really, it's it's hard to see how it couldn't. You know, I look out the, the windows in my hotel room and I just you don't see any cars out. You just don't see any people out. So, you know, it's it's I think turnout's going to be key. But a lot of people are going to be looking and, and, and all these voters have said, look, we turned out for all of the retail politicking and, and headed to the, the pizza ranch and everything else to, to hear, listen to these candidates. So we think we're going to turn out as well for for later on tonight. So, Sherry, what are the analysts saying about all this? Is there a favorite when it comes to the weather and and how that complicates things in this kind of uh, caucus? Well, what you got is, you know, you have to look at, you know, who's going to turn out. You, you, when you're when you're talking about temperatures this cold, it's it's pretty unlikely that you're going to have a lot of older voters that turn out to, to caucus. Um, and also, you, you because they're just scared of the weather. And also, when you think about it, it's, it is a, it's a Republican caucus. So, you know, the the, the enthusiasm 
among younger voters, is it necessarily there for them to, to brave these temperatures and to go out and to caucus for, for who they want to support? You know, this state, um, some people have said it, it, it used to be purple and it just turned solidly red. Others say, no, it's still purple. But, but honestly, you know, they, they did propel Barack Obama in this state back in uh, 2008 and in 2012. You know, Iowa was key to his to his victory. But in the past two presidential elections, solidly in support of Donald Trump. You know, there's a lot of a lot of criticism in this state about whether it's diverse enough or not to be really the first in the nation decision maker in this. But the people of Iowa say, look, you know, we're in the middle of the country. There are issues that we care about, that Republicans care about nationwide. And they're very, very proud of their status here, of, of caucusing, not polling, and of being first. Sherry, we're looking forward to your reporting tonight as the voting unfolds. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you both. Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. Good afternoon to you, and stay warm. Sherry Preston of ABC News on the Iowa caucuses will have complete coverage of the voting tonight. When they start, they'll start after 8 o'clock. And when the results come in, our Dimitri okay. Sotis and the WTOP News team will have everything for you. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. Snow will be getting more intense tonight and will eventually mix with freezing drizzle after midnight. We'll have the Houthi rebels backed off their attacks in the Red Sea after suffering U.S. airstrikes last week. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. We'll start with Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Steady light snow continues in between Davidsonville and Kent Island on Route 50. We've got crashes. Eastbound traffic backed up near 424 before the South River Bridge. It's only one right lane getting by the response to a wreck. And on Kent Island, westbound beyond Cox Creek and heading to Duke Street, it's one or two lanes, if you're lucky, getting by crash response westbound on 50 on Kent Island. I-97 southbound a crash after Newcut Road, one after Benfield Boulevard got clear. And downstream, a treatment train trying to get the lanes treated and passable. Crashes elsewhere, 197. That might be blocked east of Powder Mill Road. And parts of Georgia Avenue were closed because of icy conditions between Brookville and Sunshine. Expecting more of that in the hours to come. Even over the next hour, most roads are probably going to go from just wet to at least slushy, if not snow-covered. And you can already sense that on some untreated sections of asphalt. And, of course, on the bridge. Decks. Uh, it's going to happen deceptively, and it's going to happen uh, over the next hour or two, especially as we close in on sunset. So adjusting your driving accordingly and watching out for other drivers who are overdriving the ever icier conditions. In Virginia, the George Washington Parkway will stay closed between Spout Run Parkway and the Beltway uh, throughout the duration of this snowfall. And uh, down below the parkway had some slushy snow-covered pavement at the bottom of the Glebe Road Hill where it meets Chain Bridge Road. They sent a plow to deal with that and to clear a crash in the process. A girl from Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own unbound.org. Dave Dole WTOP traffic. All right, let's find out how we stand with this snow that continues to fall. Here's WTOP meteorologist Mike Stenniford. Winter weather advisory continues until 7 a.m. Tuesday morning. Snow will continue tonight. An inch or two of accumulation across much of the area. Some localized amounts up to four inches possible, especially across the western and northern suburbs. After midnight, the snow will miss with the change over to freezing drizzle. We'll see some patchy, dense fog developing over at Mosby in the mid to upper 20s. 
gradual clearing, turning rather windy on Tuesday as another front comes through. Highs low 30s. Lots of sunshine, but breezy and cold on Wednesday. Highs low 30s. Mike Stenifer, WTOP News. The light snow continues throughout the WTOP listening area. 27 degrees in DuPont Circle, 27 in Germantown, still 28 in Annandale. Coming up on WTOP, the True Detective series on Max has been hit or miss over the years, but we're hearing some good buzz about the new one with Jodie Foster. We'll check in with our entertainment reporter, Jason Fraley, 421. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant trends for digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. This is WTOP News. 423. Okay, do you need a new crime show to watch after Fargo ends tomorrow? Well, don't worry. True Detective just returned for season four last night on HBO. Here's WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley. Detectives investigate the disappearance of eight men from an Arctic research station in the fictional town of Ennis, Alaska, under the daily dark of polar night. It's the last sunset before the long night. I'm treating this like a murder case. Jodie Foster returns to the genre 33 years after The Silence of the Lambs. Her co-star is former boxing champ Kaylee Reese, both haunted by the case of a murdered Inuit woman years prior, allowing for mystical elements like reservation dogs. This supernatural tone is the wheelhouse of Mexican filmmaker Issa Lopez, who replaces longtime showrunner Nick Pizzolatto with a crime fantasy horror resume that allows for ghostly figures staring through windows. Don't worry if you missed the first three seasons. This is an anthology series with a fresh cast and case for an intriguing start to season four. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Well, Sean, did you ever wonder what you would do if a very large bear just happened Hmm. to come into your house? I'd move. Yeah, I think so, too. (laughs) Well, this happened in California in the L.A. area. Tina Herzog says she spotted a very big bear on the ring camera near her home around 4.30 in the morning, went outside, realized, oh, my gosh, the grate of the window to the crawl space was ripped off. The bear was inside the crawl space in the unfinished basement of her house. (laughs) She tells KCAL she tried everything to get the bear to leave, including pleading with it. What are you doing? Out, out, and out. 
bad bear. Bad bear is right. The family took videos of the bear every couple of hours. She moved food from the downstairs pantries so the bear wouldn't be tempted. She used a flashlight, saw it staring back at her, and then decided to try this. I got pots and pans and banged it, and I had my leaf blower. I took it down there and turned it on, but didn't budge. Yeah, he didn't move until she called animal control. They said throw some mothballs into the crawl space and you see the bear lumbering off. The video shows it all. They're trying to figure out, you know, what this bear is thinking if it's hurt or sick. You can see video of the bear